Hello, welcome to the Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob, and welcome to another faction reaction with an absolutely star-studded guest, Richie from Just <laughs> Richie from Just Players here, uh, and I can't uh, I can't tell you how excited I am to have you here, Richie. Thanks very much for coming on the show, Rob. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be on. I don't know if I've ever been on bars tournaments. I can't remember. I, I, I was thinking about it now. I don't know. You've been on our live streams. I've been on, on live streams. That's so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 thanks for having me. Really exciting. Now, Richie uh, uh, like runs a store called Just Play, and they also have a YouTube channel where they do battle reports, which you should go check out, uh, and a podcast, so there's loads of stuff. So if you want to hear more from Richie, uh, I'll include all that in the show notes below, uh, and you should definitely check them out. Great group of guys. Um, and thanks they also much. really know Age of Sigmar, like, and that's why I've asked Richie on, because you're fucking great at uh, Age of Sigmar, so it's uh, a pleasure having you on to talk about Fire Slayers. Um, Fire Slayers, Fire Slayers for you and Age of Sigmar, like, uh, you played them quite a bit, right? Yeah, a fair bit. I think, um, you know, no, probably nowhere near as much as some people who it's their only faction or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I loved them. I followed them early on, you know, when it was, I was tempted to get them when it was like 390 Volkites and they just sat there and done mortals when they charged, right? <laughs> like, I think... I was tempted then, but I don't know why I didn't get them. Maybe the edition was about to change or it was like, you know, a month before an FAQ or something like that, you know, and I, I never jumped in. But then when this 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 one come out, I uh, I was just all in from then, really. I uh, I started the army, I always wanted to paint it, but I it's probably like my best painted army, so it took me a very long time to do, so I didn't really get to play it, you know, mm. as much or as quick as I would have liked to. There's tournaments after tournaments I never made the deadline for, but I um, I played them really early on at the Six Nations, however many years that ago is now. Two, yeah, three, I know. maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I played it then. Um, yeah, I won all my games, and that was, you know, re like really early on, you know, what is what are the good lists and stuff, so... Um, I don't think I played the one that everyone ended up playing, really. But no. um, <laughs> it, it worked for me, and it's some of the things I like. And I still stick to and I still play with Fire Slayers. So, yeah, I've played them. I think I've played them in, like, two tournaments since, and I think won four, lost one. Um, and, yeah, I've played them a little bit in Age of Sigmar 3 as well. I think I've played three games with them. So Okay. Yeah. Well, really excited to get your thoughts on it uh, and how and hear how they played in 2. Uh, just a shout-out to the Twitch chat, because uh, if you guys have watched this, this is the first time you're watching it. This is obviously filmed in front of a live studio audience, which is the Twitch chat. Um, you should, guys should check out that. And it's also a podcast if you guys want to do that. So in Age of Sigmar 2, <laughs> were they the most monosyllabic army available? Like Maybe even more than IDK. How did they play? How did they play? They um, they were a castle, really, weren't they? They had, um, early on in Age of Sigmar 3, they had one unit, you know, of 30, Hearthguard Berserkers, which were not the best unit in the game, right? Like, because probably eels are, but they were, you know, the most tough, the toughest, mm -hmm. probably done the most damage, um, could strike first, could strike twice. They'd done everything that was, you know oppressive, strong, they had the after save for mortals. It was a unit that was pretty much unkillable, right? Like there was not nothing in the game could really do anything to it. Um and yeah, it had piles of buffs that went on it. So yeah, it was a big, big Death Star army really. But you know, people would say it was slow, which they are, right? They move for, but they had their time, you know, it was build your castle, get new objectives, make sure you're not losing. A fight that would inevitably happen you would wipe everything out, really, and that's when they would all of a sudden go fast because they would run in charge. They would fight twice, piling once, piling again, and they'd be all over the board, and nothing could stop them. Um, they had two really good weapon profiles, and there was always a choice between which one you wanted, depending on the meta. You know, early on, I think axes were the best. So, uh, yeah, uh, just an insane weapon profile, right? Threes, threes, REM one, two damage, you know, and that's before buffed. So, yeah. They were, they were just incredible. You were talking saves as low as a one-up if you wanted on them. You could have re-roll ones if you wanted. You know, it just went on and on, didn't it? So, they, um, yeah, they, they were definitely wearing an army for for everyone. And I think because of the range and, the, you know, obviously the, the joke is they all look the same, right, you know, as well. It's not for everybody, is it? You know, no one even knows what they're fighting. So, it's, um, yeah, that, that was it to start with, really. You know, and it was a, it was a war scroll... 
battalion army as well. You know, okay. They like change host, like a few other armies. They had a war scroll battalion that you had to take, you know, and it was incredible. So it forced a load of the units that you had in your army as well, like a thousand points worth. And then after that, you know, you could, there's still plenty of room to take some of the stuff. People basically just took half guard berserkers and they took more and more of them. I didn't. I took some magma drops because uh, I like to be able to move around the board and present some different things for people to think about. Yeah. So, yeah, that was how they played. And then they got better. <laughs> they, um, I don't know they when they changed them, to right? being in unit to 20. Yeah, yeah, super yeah. weird. And I can't remember what that done to the points exactly. I think they got cheaper if you took like 220s. I can't quite recall exactly what it was now, but you got to take more units of them because yeah. they put that amazing unit discount on at 20. I think it was like an 80 point saving or something. Wow. So you got 20 of them for 400 points, you know, like just, just insane, you know, like 40 wounds with a four up after save and some of the best weapon profiles out there, right? So they were, um, they were just amazing. And that allowed you to take lots more units of them, you know, because people were only really taking one early on. Uh, you could take double Lords of Lodge, which was the War Scroll Battalion, you know, early on and take two lots of 30s or it allowed you to take easily three blocks of 20 of them plus some other stuff, all the, all the th all your units you need. And yeah, they strike first. They're immune to battle shock. One of them fights twice. You know, <laughs> it just goes on and on, really. You couldn't move them. Yeah, but so it was. It, so I'm right in thinking it's specifically the sub faction that gave them the strike twice, or was that the War Squad Battalion? The War Squad Battalion gave them strike twice, yeah, but Hermdar gave them um, strike first, give them immune to battle shock when wholly within 12 or within 12 or objective, however it was worded, wholly. Um, yeah, plus plus actually like a really good command trait as well. A minus one to wound bubble, wholly within 12 of the general. Really, um, I didn't even know that. That's, yeah, that makes yeah. it worse. That makes it I know, worse. I know. They only they only missed on the you know they had um, an axe that something happened and you done a mortal. You know I can't remember when it was even. I think yeah. it was only fighting heroes on a six to wound you done a mortal or something. In addition, you know yeah. one of them one of them yeah. items. So um, yeah, they were stacked, man, and they kept it right. Like everyone lost strike first. Yep. People started losing fight twice or it become more difficult to do. They they never lost any of it. They they had it the whole time. Um and they've still got it now, haven't they? So yep. they uh that, that was that was the army. Maybe it felt I always felt it fell down in mission play. Some of them were more difficult to do. Like maybe they were spread out, maybe there's a lot of objectives. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how I lost, really. I actually lost um <laughs> The, the, I can't remember. It was a Element Games event. Maybe it was a Face Hammer, or it was a um, Eggs, or whatever it was. But I, I lost the last game, and my opponent. I was playing Toby, Hellstorm uh, Toby. Hellstorm Toby, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing him, and he he didn't even have to roll a dice to beat me. Like <laughs> he did roll the run roll. Yeah. And then he spent the CP. But he, you know, he didn't even have to roll the run roll. He just actually just moved on to objective and beat me. You know. Because um, we were playing like a burning one with with a lot of them. And I, I didn't Scorched maybe play maybe. particularly well, but it was a hard game for me. And those yeah. are the type of things that I felt you started to lose on. But how how did they like stats wise? You must have had a good win percentage and stuff. Sixty percent, sixty percent, like sixty percent. Like uh, even during the TTS times, even though they didn't turn up much, like KO in TTS, although they were there. Um, yeah, sixty percent, and they didn't really drop below. Like in fact, actually. Um, even before the 2020 season, um, or whichever, like the last GHB before AOS 3, um, the year before that, they were smashing it as well. Again, like uh, around that 60% mark. Uh, CanCon, they came like third and fifth, uh, which is obviously a huge event, 240 people. Um, and then they even did well over at LVO, which is the same time, which is like 180, 200. So like, they're a super successful faction, but they were only, like you say, they were like Hearthguard Berserkers in Hermdar. Like if ever you do a list review show, you're like, cool, I've, I've read this. Uh, and yeah. then... Um... <laughs> you to... Go on, FD. Sorry, you, I, I was going to say, you had to be like super into the faction, know every detail to care yes. about the little changes, right? Otherwise, yeah, yeah as a glance, you go, okay. Yeah, you yeah. took... Yeah, that's yeah. it, the list. Yeah, I was like, is there a Battlesmith? I know he's important. And is there Nulsidian Icon? I know they're really key. I know yeah, they're yeah. in there, and then we're cool. Um, yeah, because you're right, it didn't play any differently. So it's a mainly combat-focused army that was really well. But the thing I was going to say was, very little play 
interestingly. And the people who did play it well, like you, Andy Hughes, uh, I know Kenny's in the chat, people around the world, when they loved them, they loved them, and they always did super well with them. Yeah. But they were so rare, you didn't really have to, like, prep for them or, like, meta for them or, like, think how was... It was more of a, uh-oh, I hit the I hit the block, what do I do situation. They definitely weren't popular. Um, no, so I think... no. I think it's not a popular range as well, right? You know, it's such a small range, so that doesn't probably doesn't help either does it um you know as much as obviously there is a method in this game it just uh, there is that element of what do people like to take isn't there you know there's only a, there's only a few people who will paint up anything to win so it's yeah. um yeah, it's up. they never closed out many events though right no no they no. Very, they very rarely very rarely podiumed like very yeah. rarely, like they always did very well, but they very rarely podium. But it's everyone who played them just did a way above average than another faction generally. Like they not were in super... teams though. Like they were like for, for for Team England, they were incredible for us. You know, Six Nations, I won five. I think Les won all six. You know, at that ETC that year as well. Like yeah. it, it on the mission. You know, jam them on focal points. It's game over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, no one can beat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred so. percent. Yeah, an amazing team army. Uh, yeah. Interested to see if Gargants end up being the same in the future. Mm. Um, so, uh, with that done, with that said, huge changes in Age of Sigmar three. So we're about to talk about winners and losers first. But before that, obviously, I know you've been playing Age of Sigmar three. Also, as you just mentioned, uh, in the English ETC team, uh, played in the Six Nations team as well. So you're a very top end gamer. So, like, how do you feel about Age of Sigmar three now? Like, what are your thoughts and feelings on? Uh, the missions, the like, what are your hot takes? Like, how do you feel about it all? Oh, look, it's, it's amazing. Like, they've they've done a great job, put a great game out there. It's I'm super easy to please though, because I love change. You know, I don't want to play the same game forever. So, right. you know, give give me whatever. You know, I love the general's handbook changes for the better or the worse. I just don't want to play the same thing forever. But it, I I I, I love it. I think they so. Biggest hot take for me, right? It's always all always about the priority role. This game, um, it's still there, and they've carried on leaning into things to interact with it more. You know, playing on the other person's turn. Um, I, I love it when they do anything like that because it is a good mechanic, but it's also like a massive put off for people, right? Who don't maybe aren't as good, haven't given enough of a tryout, haven't understood it all, and yeah, and sometimes it's just like. Haha, I went twice, you lose, right? You know, it's part of the game, right? But um, the more they do with that, I love, you know, so wherever they acknowledge it in missions, you know, the gear part of taking one away on the turn three or like endless spells. In this case, obviously, the the swing and the command points. I love all that. Um, I still think they could do more, you know, I still, still think they're pretty tame with it, but. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the things I really like. Um, I think redeploy is cool. Yeah, it's definitely the thing that's probably adding the most to the game right now. That you know, the most like, oh yeah, damn, that was a good play, or oops, <laughs> yeah. or the big one now. It's like, right, don't go within nine of anybody because the board's <laughs> okay right now. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, right, I know where he is. I'm happy. Don't go within nine. You know, and that's good when you've got guns, right? You know, I'm just like. Or like deep striking or teleports, things that allow you to move around the board that don't trigger it, you know. So I think that's that's been sweet. I've enjoyed that a lot. Missions, um, yeah, I haven't played all the missions yet. Okay, I think like the mission pack. I am, um, I'm a little bit dubious on out. You know, like it's a bit narrative driven with the monsters. Yep. Although I think it's been done well in the you know the potential to score with monsters versus you know what you give up for them dying. You know, that's okay. Obviously, okay. some of them are like are like Marathi, who doesn't die and can potentially get you however many points is just amazing. Yeah. Um, but, well, yeah, I, I think that's all right. And the missions, yeah, they all look all right. They've... You, I play 40K now as well, right? You know, yeah. not not quite as good. You right? play Admech, don't you? It's not really played 40K. Uh, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. The army I have is Admech and... Yeah, unfortunately, I, I guess what? I didn't own 120 Skatari before now, so... <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just locked into it. I know, because you were collecting it before. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, um, I, you know, I don't think they, it's quite as good as what's going on in 40k-wise, you know, like secondaries versus, you know, their secondaries versus the hidden agendas and things like that. But 
it it's much better than it was. You know, they've yeah. they've added a lot more to it, a lot more decisions to be made. I've enjoyed them a lot. I think the save stacking's the worst part, probably. Yeah, I agree. Um I agree. that's I'd like to see that if there's a window for that to change. I don't know if that's just gonna stick around, but yeah, I've not enjoyed that side of things as much. Um and I like a, so we're talking about fire slayers as an army that already done that, right? But yeah. As soon as particularly if anyone's got like cancels any rend, you know, ignore one point of rend or something like that, then it just goes out of hand, doesn't it? So Yeah. Yeah, the the, the swing in actual combat profiles or profiles in general is much bigger than really it sort of seemed right at the start. Because once you start taking that save stacking, and by the way, for people at home, the save stacking references being able to add something like Mystic Shield, which is plus one save, plus uh, All Out Defense, which is another plus one save. So if you have Rend of One, you still have the plus one save. That's what Richie's talking about. And then obviously there's ways to add even more. So on something that starts on a three up save, you can make them effectively um, a two up save and ignore portions of rend which uh and rend isn't very common unlike 40k like rend is quite rare and like when you got rend 2 you're like oh rend 2 hello uh like, yeah. <laughs> rend 1 now rend 1 now is just nothing is it you know it's just doesn't doesn't mean it doesn't mean much i don't feel right now but yeah, yeah it's like the say so yeah you explain like the save stacking was there for some armies and then they put more in right yeah. you know they put all out defense and they changed mystic shield rightly i guess because they want to remove re-rolls on all this sales stacking right mm. but and the last one the heroic action one as well for the big beasties yeah uh finest hour right yeah super tuesday that's got another one as well so yeah it just there's just that little bit too much about now isn't there yeah there's plenty there's plenty but like I, yeah like you say like as the as the takeaway very interesting and i think uh, especially for like players at your level like a lot more dynamic which i think is really fun um, so lots of those changes, I think, probably affected Fire Slayers as much as they affected armies like OBR, specifically because it had a singular playstyle, um, like more so than maybe anyone else. So I'm fascinated to know what the winners and losers are, in your opinion. Uh, so hit me, like where, yeah, like sure. where does yeah, it go? I, yeah, look, I agree. Fire Slayers were affected by this edition a lot. You know, they were the army that we like first put on stream when we played because I felt I. Had, they highlighted a lot of the ways that the rules had changed them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, they lost a lot as the faction. Um, tons, right? You know, if you're just going to, like, compare them to how they were before, oh, my God, they lost a War Scroll Battalion that was just amazing, right? You know, but everyone did. Um, the priests got hammered from okay. their, from only being able to do one prayer, right? Like, yeah. Fire Slayers, they were doing two, three... They were doing them on twos, you know, so they um, they lost a lot from the priest side of things as well. Um, yeah, they, they, were, they were the two things I, I thought really changed. And obviously, like, the unit size as well. Yes. Yeah, being able yeah, to reinforce the units. Yeah, and of course, points change, but, like, you know, they did for everybody, right? So, um, yeah, I think for a start, losers. So, look, yeah, priests... Probably yeah. the biggest loss it, it, okay. for us there. Just just the core rule of them only being able to do one. You know, we wanted to always do a couple of key prayers. There was run and charge one. There yep. was a plus one save one. And on the war scroll of the most popular uh, priestess, smites around 40, had a re-roll all wounds prayer, which is now wow. plus one to wound. Okay. So... You know, you wanted to do that along with prayer of Astral plus one save, along with run and charge. Maybe you were taking invocations as well that you wanted to summon. You know, the firewall was popular for a lot of people. Yep. You wanted to summon that as well. So they 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 lost a lot. Um, but again, you know, in line with a lot of people. But that was one of the things that helped drive this army. You know, all those stackings, all those extra buffs that go on to these Death Star units. So that broke up that side of things a fair bit. I don't, I don't want to go on about the War Scroll Battalion, really, but yeah, look, they, they lost strike twice, which I mean, effect... doubled the effectiveness of every of a unit a turn, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, the, and added, like I said earlier, added to the movements, added to how much of board they could cover and stuff as well. So losing that was, was big for the army as well. But I don't think any units, particularly like points, it was a bit of a blanket increase. 
you know, yes, game. we got a lot. Yeah, we got we got a lot less half guard berserkers, because um, obviously there's no unit discount now. Mm-hmm. So we could we could buy twenty um, before for four hundred points. Now twenty is five hundred points. So, but that's still only really in line with like what most with the highest percentages that we've seen on increase on units, right? Yeah. You know, I think like. Yeah. There's someone done them stats, wasn't it? Like Lumineth got one of the highest increases overall, and that was about 20%, you know, and this unit's had a 20%, and it's well, a bit more, but it's, um, you know, one of the best units in the game. So I guess rightly so in line with everything, really. Yeah, and I mean, I guess one of the other changes is reinforcement, obviously not being able to take a 20. Like, you're only yeah. able to go up to a 15 now. And I think that that's uh, pretty telling, like, in their ability to take a punch before they hit back, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, definitely. They, um... They can. That was, I think, what drove that change down from thirty to twenty. The first place, right? You know yeah. that. Oh yeah, we can actually do some damage to the, to kill them. But you know, that was more of an illusion that you might be able to. <laughs> oh, I can. Maybe I can get through twenty instead of thirty. No, no. I just get more half guard berserkers. So <laughs> that didn't seem quite lose. work out. Yeah, yeah. I get more, and they're all over the board instead of just here. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't think that really panned out. Yeah, I think if, you know, you know, for me that that that's their losses. They, I feel positive about them. I think the winners are you know the the players who love it, the players who want to play it, and that I feel like freed. You know, I don't okay. have to take that battalion. That War Scroll Battalion's gone now, right? Mm-hmm. It's. It's not there. I don't have to take it. I don't have to take all the units in it because it was a terrible unit. You had to take the um, Rune Master. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just a worse priest than the other ones. He just brought less, but he was the one you had to take. So, you know, you don't have to take him anymore. Otherwise, you wanted a lot of the stuff in it, but it's gone like, I, I like the push towards, oh, sorry. The other thing that's really hurt them, of course, is coherency. Okay. But not... So bad, right? They got two inch reach weapons on thirty-two mobile guys, so they are still usable. Yeah, but it that does shit change things as well. You know, there's the, obviously all the big string and having these huge blocks of guys. So I, I feel really great. You know, I, I've I can take small units. I think yep. five half guard berserkers for um, one hundred and twenty-five points is, is pretty damn good. Yeah, um, ten wounds. They've got, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Ten wounds, probably a four-up after save as long as you've got your heroes alive. And, um, you know, shoot the heroes against fire slayers is is a fun tactic. Problem is 40 to 60 half-guard berserkers hit you after that. So, you know, well done. <laughs> they're all, that's what I've found anyway. You know, people will take all your heroes off and break all your combos, and it's like, oh, well, I've still got all these. You know, what are you going to do about all these now? Um, so... And you've spent two turns killing all my heroes. So they, um, they I, I think it looks good. It's free, and I think you can take more stuff. I think we're going to see the same units, though. You know, half guard. Yeah, we're still just going to see half guard berserkers. Nothing's nothing budged there. The Vulkites lost, I think, a lot in this edition. Okay. They were barely seen in the list anyway, mm-hmm. but they went to 160 points uh, for, for 10 of them. They got a one-inch reach. They got the coherency problems. I don't see what they bring now over half guard berserkers because half guard berserkers can be battle line as long as you take uh, a rune father as your general. So okay. it's not even a not even a chore really. You know, you can have one on foot for a hundred points. So he's a cheap hero anyway. Or you can yeah. take a magma drop one for like two hundred eighty-five points. So I think we'll still see a lot of half guard berserkers. They've, I think they've come out of it well. They've still got strike twice, yes. strike first. Sorry, so it's still there. You know, is that, not... is that so? That's in the Hermdar sub faction. Is that's that every? That. Is that every unit or just one unit? One because of the core rules now, right? Oh right, it's a commandability. Command, it's yeah. a commandability. Yeah. yeah. So that, that and that is made a big difference in my games. I'm not being able to do it with all of them, but you know, on your turn, you can still charge, fight with one strike first then fight with another one right so you um you still do get to do well and they've still got it to defend against people charging them as well but it does mean that you can't like stack command abilities on them you know because you've used the i'm going to strike strike first with this unit so you, you know you can't 
make them better at fighting. You can't all out defense them. Maybe you can't, you know, sorry, you can't inspire and presence. That's later on. So, you know, only be able to target them with one command ability as well as a bit of a thing. But we've got more command points. You know, we were they're there. We've got them every turn now. We're always yep. going to have that strike first. You're probably not going to stop us having the command points to do it. We're still an army that's good at going second. So I think, I know that's a bit more top down than me targeting every unit in the book. Mm. But that's good. That's good. I don't, that I don't think many strategy. units have... I don't particularly think like a lot of units have moved either way in this book. So you don't you think know? some you don't think like that there's the option to to turn them into a shooting unit, right? Because uh, Owen in yeah. the chat is asking about Oryx, um, yeah, and some of the other sub factions. Do you think there's some play or like something to look in those or not really? Yeah, no. I think if I w- if I was going to pick a unit to say that as one, it, it would be Oryx Guard, right? They're okay. um, they're a shooting unit which hit on fours, so can now hit on threes, right? With um, all out attack, so that that's really good. And we're talking about a monster meta, possibly, you know, and everyone wants to take lots of monsters. Their guns do two damage against monsters instead of one. Mm. So we're talking a profile that's base, fours, threes, round one, two damage against the monster. And if they take a wound, it can half their movement on a four plus because, like, you cover the feet in lava or you douse the wings in lava or something dries hard and they can't move. Yeah. So they, um, they, 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 they definitely win. You can play them in a sub-faction called Lofnir, where there's a command ability where you pick an enemy unit within 12 of the priest, and you can add plus one to hit and wound rolls to the end of the phase with them. So they can they can quite easily, you know, become twos and twos. You can re-roll ones to hit. You can make them battle line so they can get to be a unit of 15 now. Wow. So you're investing quite a lot to do that. You know, you are taking a bad character to make them battle line. You are, um, and then you're going to have to buy more of something else because half yeah. berserkers aren't going to be battle line, right? You're going to have to buy more of them. And I don't know how good fives of them are because 125 points for five. So these yeah. units aren't cheap. It's not like you've got some shooting unit that's going to trade really well for nothing. They costs a fair amount. They're not, uh, they're on the cheaper side, but. Yeah, look, you know, if you want to buff them that much, they'll, I think, I was thinking on driving into work here, you know, what would be a big monster you would really like to kill? Because they can pop out the ground, right? They've got an 18-inch range. We've got um, a tunneling unit in the Rune Smiter, which is a, a winner here, definitely. You know, you're free and you can take more of them. You don't have to take the Rune Master. I think people will have more deep striking now because you can just buy this guy a bunch of times because uh, you want the prayers. So, but the, they can't pray turn one, right? They're not yep. on the table. So it's it's only from turn two, but I think it's probably worth it for deep striking. Another nice little um, gain was the, to go off topic, sorry, was the pizza it. oven. Oh, yeah. The, the I forget the proper name. So that... Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, that starts on the board. Now, you don't have to have a priest to bring it up. So when the addition first come up, you always like had a priest on the board because you have like that room master hanging around and it could just it could just like come within six of him. But it has to be in your territory, but it just starts on the board. So you can put all your priests under the ground now, you know, and still get still get that on the table, which for a little period you might not have been able to do if you depend on what choices you made. But yeah, that unit, you know, fully buffed. Yeah, you'll drop a mega gargant, I believe, with that. And I think you'll drop a mega gargant that's all out defensed and has got um amulet of destiny even as well i think if it's like twos and twos you know and maybe you've got you can have reroll ones on your shooting if you want as well even on that so they can definitely lift some monsters off the board so i've got a lot of time for maybe 10 of them uh, under the ground popping up you know where it's like what have you you know the conversations okay so what's your army do well i've got this unit that can tunnel up anywhere on the board nine away has got an 18 inch range and its guns do this to monsters, you know. Yeah. And your at an eighteen inch range, they've got to do quite a lot to avoid it, haven't they? A lot. And I yeah. think that's one of the the the, the reasons I think Owen brought it up in the chat, and it's fascinating hearing your thoughts on it. Um, is because like I think probably going forward, if we're talking about meta picks, as much as I feel like Fire Slayers probably lost as much as anyone, probably one of the biggest like they lost how they played. They've got maybe the biggest swing 
potential because they perfectly fit into the anti-Archeon, anti-Nagash, other than Marathi, obviously. Um, there's nothing anyone can do about that, so I'm supposed to leave that somewhere else. Like They've got these options to take out these god monsters better than anyone else in the game. And I was kind of wondering if you think that the like as much as that's good, potentially, you think it doesn't play well or like... You don't think it plays? How, how, how are you getting them? You know, how are you getting them in your armies? Like, okay. they're so soft. Those ones, they they've got no save, no after save. They've got a five up save, two wounds each. They just fall over. So, yes, they can alpha something, but if they're not alpha and monsters, it's a lot less impressive, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's sixty shots with a unit of fifteen of them, and yeah, you know, they're gonna probably. On average, beyond threes and threes. Now, maybe you've invested in the triumph. They actually think the the prayer change on the rune smiters is plus one to wound on all attacks. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, in fact, I'm very confident it is. They um, so they can wound on twos quite easily. So they are they have got a good role. You know, you can't buff the shooting on stand and shoot though. No. So they are hitting on fives there. So that's a bit rubbish. Yeah, hundred percent. But still, all right against the monster. You know, if a monster's going to charge them, right? You know, because it's it's the double damage thing at the end. So, uh, yeah, I, I like that. You know, that is absolutely a winner. You know, and they've got a good they've got a good other ability. They bounce wounds from heroes that aren't on magma drops as well. Okay. On a four on a four plus, they take wounds instead. So it is good for protecting your key key characters as well that you might want to keep on the board. So. Uh, yeah, I, I like them. Oh, yeah. interesting. interesting. Definitely a winner. Definitely a oh. winner. That, that and the Rune Smiter, just more because you're freed up to take more of them. I think, you know, you've got that, um, you've got a lot more freedom with your list writing. So I think people can be a lot more inventive with the lists now. So hopefully we will see some variations. But look, it's a tiny range and the Berserk, the Hearthguard models are the best. So it's it can only go so far. Yeah. Again, probably to a casual observer, it might be, oh, have you took the shooting army or have you took half guard berserkers or you've got no magma drops. But, you know, to a dedicated fire slayer player, they're probably looking at every little change in how they've gone with what battalions, did they chase drops, where they went with artifacts, because I think there's quite a bit of choice in there as well. So, yeah. Okay. All right, great. Yeah. And uh, on the on that subject, how do, how do magma drops fare? So, um, I, I'm definitely interested. I... I'm always interested to come on this thing and see what other people think because I'm a I'm not a WhatsApp guy, you know. I yep. just sit in my little bubble and read my book, you know. <laughs> I enjoy that part. I, I have no problem with netlist and none at all. Like yeah. if I see yeah. a, I'm playing it, it's yeah. done. Like nothing against it whatsoever. I'm not a snob about it, but I think you know you miss out on a big part of the hobby if maybe you don't try and take that time to you know read it yourself and understand. I think there's a difference between netlist and and like I've played netlist like. Perfect example, Laurie and Sylvaneff, right? Yeah. I was just permanently like a month behind whatever he was doing. But I under when it got to the end, I understood everything that had gone through all the way because I'd done it myself as well, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the difference between just picking it up and hopefully think I'm going to turn up and win with this netlist. Obviously, some people can. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't really know what other people think about Fire Slayers at all. So I'm sure I'd be interested to, you know, read back and chat and see chat and whatever and what other people suggest. But I like Magma Drafts. I've always liked Magma Drafts, always, and not many other people have because you could just take more half guard berserkers. You, you were the one one of the few people I ever saw with the Magma Droth, actually, which yeah. is why I brought it up. Yeah. Well, I like them because they move pretty fast and they... Pre- they, they've done so much for me. And I think that stays the same here. So they've got ignore one point of rend. And yeah. then let's go in, let's go into what Fire Slayers have got. They have got a lot of plus save stacking already, right? Yeah. They've got a prayer we've talked about that can add one to save. They've got a banner that you just say, I'm using it. And everybody within 12 or with an artifact 18 gets plus one to save. Again, you're freed up now with your uh, unit choices. You could take multiples of them if you want. You know, so you can cover more of the board with these bonuses to save now. Yep. Instead of just being like, it's a castle. We're all around this one guy. Take more, you know, free yourself up, go around the board, you know, control more board space and go and take all these objectives. So they've got a lot of stave sack. And I think that works well with the Magma Droth because you can take cold-hearted ancients which gives you uh, ignore one point of end. So they can 
do and it's a hero right so you can do mm-hmm. finest hour i've been taking on a wizard as well to have mystic shield so they can um they can abuse the save stuff and thing so you know you can pick your target mm. or your time that you want to hold a bunch of units up and have this thing on a two plus save right you can um you can defend really well against a big monster coming in with them Mm. And and just increase the save up really high. I've been I've been taking a rune father on Magmadroth uh, with Cold Hearted Ancients, and I've been unlocking extra artifacts to get him the Amulet of Destiny as well. So he's got a five plus, you know, after save. Yeah. ward save after save, DPR, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, I've, I've found them to be really tough because they're pretty cheap. They start from two forty, go up to two hundred eighty five. There's like three price brackets. They're a fourteen wound monster with a four up save at like two forty at the cheapest. Damage is laughable, but but that's not what they're there for. Against the right target, they're all right. You know, you, they've got like a profile, a six attacks, fours threes, uh, rem one, two damage, and then a bite, fours twos, rem two, d three damage. And the guy on top, if you've got the rune father on it, which I pretty much always take, he's fine. Threes, threes, rem one, three fixed damage. And if you do damage, you wep- you like got a latch axe, you like weapon break someone. So like a weapons minus one's hit, you know, one, I don't know, whatever, a gate breaker, mega gargans thing or something like that can be broken. So I, I think he's decent. And again, you've got the overall prayers, which um, not the prayers, what are they called? Runes that yep. you take, stick them runes in you and you get one a turn, don't you? So they've got options to increase a lot of that. You know, you can have an extra point of rend, which again, at the right time for me, it's always just knowing with those magma drops what my target's going to be in the game, how my save rolls can be stacked to basically negate and make them unkillable, at least for a turn, maybe into a turn roll where it doesn't matter if I win or lose it because they're all tied up by this magma drop, which is all the buffs are staying on. It's on an amazing save. They're all the ways that I commonly use them. And I, I think that's stuck now. And of course, they're a monster. So yep. they unlock that potential to to do all the monster extra command points so uh, extra victory points mm. so i think uh, and raw yeah. and all the monster actions right so i i'm in on them like i've been playing one or two always and i think they're hard enough to kill that they don't just fall over and give you victory points away so okay yeah i, uh, I like I, I like them and again you know it's freeing you're not buying the battalions you know you can take loads of different units and do what you want which when we talk about lists you know we'll see a few but uh yeah i, I think they they haven't won but they slot into that monster niche well and again always played well they can do a lot for you they get the they, they're like a get the game going piece for me you know i know i can go and shove one off somewhere and you know, maybe it goes off with five half guard berserkers and, you know, pushes a flank or chooses a fight, breaks up a stalemate, which the army creates, right? Because yeah. I just I just sit there in a castle before and it's still going to do a little bit of that. So it's good. And if I want to deep strike units, they can move really fast to go up there and support them, get the buffs. Yeah. Be it, you know, they need the hero to get the four up save. Maybe they want the minus one to wound bubble. Uh, yeah, I, I like them. I've actually been using the, the one that never probably seen play the rune son on Magmadroth. He's like the the young the young, the young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about showing off and hey, you know, <laughs> think like there's a funny rule. If you got two of them next to each other, they get better, you know, because he's like, hey, watch me. You know. <laughs> Let's go, kid. <laughs> yeah. So I've been using them because I think at two I think I'm pretty sure it's two forty. I know it's a sound monster, right? 40 wounds, 4 up save, 240. Yeah, great. Got movement 14. Yeah. Does like weird mortals on a few different ways. They've got a breath attack, which can do D6 mortals. You know, if they're all less than the size of the unit, D6 mortal wounds. Um, yeah, I like them. I like yeah, yeah. them a lot. And I guess, I guess because of the missions, they're a winner. Okay, that's great. That's yeah, great. I'd say so. Wow, okay. I mean, I think is that is that it? I mean, it's not a huge book, right? Like, no, it, it's not. Obviously, um, I think we have touched on most. Of it. If we can run down from the top, you've seen the you've seen the rune uh, father on forty had a command ability that was plus one to charge. So there was combos where you could like spam command points and stack that right yeah. deep strike, stack, 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 charge all my half guard. So like a little bit of a loss on him. 
Um, it's nice you don't have to take the room master anymore so he can truly be took out the equation. Um, multiple battlesmiths now, probably because you're a little bit freed up on what you take. Maybe that's good, but it's hard to say. Like, because uh, would you say it, existing plus one to saves are probably a big win, aren't they? Because of how many more they've put in. Yes. So I, I guess it's a win for him. Yeah. Yeah, the magma drops. I'm saying, you know, I'm here to give my opinion, right, Solo? I mean, yeah. I'm like so them. I think they're a win just because of the mission, just because of how they're pointed. So that sums them up. Hearthguard Berserkers, not enough change for them. They, they've they lost some stuff, but they work so well on MSU that I, I think they've done all right out of it. Mm. Hearth, Auric Hearthguard, definitely on a win with them. So, yeah, I, I think the army overall is is come out of Sigma 3 well. I would hope that anybody who played the faction and the collections they've got would be happy with with how it looks. I don't think, you know, your models you had are still all really usable. That's great. Um, all of them, really. I, you're just playing the army differently now. And I don't know why you wouldn't want to play it differently after so long when, yeah. it's, such a, <laughs> when it's such a dull army, right? Yeah. You know, and that's coming from a guy who, who wants to win, you know, a lot. Mm. But I, as I said at the start of the show, I love change. So knowing I can play these armies a little bit different now is great. I don't know if my opponents think that, though. <laughs> Do they not know it's different? You're like, look, this is very different. And they're like, it's still a lot of guy with axes. Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. You're like, no, it's, it's a, so different. <laughs> it's a massive, if you're a Fire Slayer fan or you know the game like super well in every detail, it's a lot different. But if you're just over there and your opponent's striking first against you and you've got a four-up uh, ward save and none of your stuff's dying, you're just like, this is the same. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing has changed, you know. And I know that's the way James doesn't like Fire Slayers. And yeah, every time it's just like, I'm still just getting killed by half Berserker striking first. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a quick one before we get into a list then, maybe, that um, uh, you, mm. you would think about running. Uh, I, I mean, I've got to ask a question, because if we're talking dwarves, which we are, you've got to ask about Gotrek being in there with them. Yeah? No? Uh, what do you think? Look, yeah. this, is the big, this is the biggest win for the Fire Slayers. Start, tournament starts. Hi, Rob, Richie, nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Uh, round one opponents, pleasure. Uh, can I have a look at your list yet? Oh, here's my list. And you just look them dead in the face, can't you? And, and be, yeah, I've got Gotrek. He's a slayer. <laughs> yes, he's in my army. You know, it's not like, you know, you can just say it with a straight face, can't you? Yep, yep. He's there. And in Fire Slayer armies, he can't be targeted, right? Because no one knows where he is. So <laughs> it's just it's just perfect. Just... Yeah, you can take him. Absolutely, right? Okay. But it, it, it's an order army, so... I mean, you get to mock, you get to mock like the eels players with him in and other stuff like more like which is like yeah. there's a bonus there as well, right? As a fire slayer player, something you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think because you know he's a fire slayer, so he get he gets no benefits though, right? For anybody out there, you know, thinking, oh my god, yeah, Gotrek and fire slayers, he's, he's same as every army, he's gaining nothing. Mm. But his war scroll now, Rob, isn't it? It's just. Unbelievable. For me, for me, it's the heel. It's the heel. It's the one, yeah. really. Yeah, that, that's that's pushed that guy through the absolute roof. You know, can't be killed. Although I think, like you mentioned, those are a calf guard. They'll probably drop them. Yeah. You know, because how, how many single wounds they can do and all that. So they, um, you wanted to like, he was meant to like eventually die, right? That's sort of how his war scroll was. You you know, because do a bit of damage to him. And now, oh, even on even on a double, he gets to throw a heal in between now. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that guy in the game right now. Um, be a shame if yeah, we'd, it'd be a shame if we're just looking at every order list with him in, wouldn't it? It would be, and I think it would be nice to see like him get a war score change. Although that said, then what do we do with the save stacking? Because really, there's a nice rock paper scissors in it. Like you said, enough shots. I definitely could take Gotrek down. Can't take down Archeon or. Um, uh, like Nagash, but those two big boys are running scared of that tiny nutter. Yeah. So like, there's a there's, there's a nice rock paper scissors. Although I'd like maybe all the safe stacking and got trek to change. Maybe that's a big ask. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I know. I, I, I do wonder if they'll do anything with them. I know. 
I was wondering if, like, you know, because he's sort of, like, a loner, right? Like, maybe you just yeah. can't use command abilities on him or something. Maybe that would be okay. You know, when he's just off, he is here, yeah, just doing his own thing, right? Because yeah. that's, all he, that's all he does. So, just just causes trouble for Fanquall and Bone Ripper, doesn't he? So, it's, uh... <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely take it. Yeah. Um, I've got a list, a list here with them in again. Okay, yeah. Not, so, not sure. doing, what's the not list? doing what's anything the... special about it, but um... talk to me about the list. Thanks, Henry, for resubscribing, and everyone for tuning in. By the way, uh, go for it, Rich. Talk to me about your list. I'm right. going to put the list on the Ultimate Game website as well for people. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um, right, oh, I, I'm yeah, reading sure off. A, yeah. I'm reading off a spreadsheet now. So, oh, not a spreadsheet, a Google document. My my Google document files, which I just copy and paste lists out of War Scroll Builder in all the time when I'm on the toilet. It's just They just get bigger and bigger and bigger until I don't know what I'm looking at anymore because there's so many. And again, it's a massive thing. Like I could share this with someone who was like a, um, a proper passionate, passionate Fire Slayer player. They'd be like, oh my God, he's put that guy in a Warlord Battalion instead of a Vanguard. Amazing. You know, anyone else would just be like, Half Garbazerkers, half Garbazerkers, half Garbazerkers, <laughs> half Garbazerkers. So, the same thing. Um, right, what's this list here I'm looking at? Let me start you with the one I've played. Right. Okay. This is the one I've played, uh, I think I've played three times now. So, in Harm, in Hermdar, Triumph Inspired, right? All day. We're always hoping we get plus one to wound. Uh, hold the Line is my grand strategy. Really good one for at least the lists I'm writing. Hearthguard Berserkers is battle line. Got loads of them. Good luck killing them all. If you have killed them all, I've lost anyway. So, yeah. uh, simple one for me. Then I've sort of took a Runefather and Magwadroth. Uh, he, he gets the command trait, Warrior and Dominant, which is the minus one to wound bubble. So, again, bigger base, wholly within 12, minus one to wound, shooting, combat. He moves far. You can put that where you want all the time. And I've got him an Amulet of Destiny. Uh, and the cold-hearted ancient. So he's got the five-up shrug, and he's got the ignore minus one to rend. He's also unlocking Path of Gobbazirka's battle line. So for me, really key guy. Then I've took two rune smiters. They, um, this is good for all lists. The two prayers that I rate at the top are run and charge and plus one save. There's a third one where you target an enemy unit and they're minus one to hit. So it's nice if you can get that in as well. Um... The Runeson then on Magma Droth that I talked about earlier, the young guy, I've got him as well. So this is a two Magma Droth list. Um, nothing artifact-wise. He's got that junk one from Herndar. Uh, and I've given the Worm Slayer Javelin. It's both All his weapons are awful. But this is like a range 12. Um, big, speary throws, obviously, meant to kill dragons. It does D... It does three plus two damage to monsters or D three plus two damage to monsters. So is okay. that you know like that little potential to spike something down, you know, or I like it where I like stuff like that where I might be making some decisions for in my shooting phase, my charge phase or something, and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna throw this this. And if I like I take five wounds off that guy, I might do this instead. You know, because yeah. the list has a lot of that, like because their attack is against a single model, you know, roll a dice on a one, you do D six more wounds. So yeah, you know, obviously better against some units, but sometimes you're like, well, maybe I'll push for Archeon or I'll push for whatever dragon this turn if I get some damage out of any of my stuff. So I think it's okay. Um, yeah. I took a Lord Exorcist then um, as an ally. So this is six heroes now, so I'm double warlording. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> struggle not to double warlord in my lists, honestly, like right now. I don't know. I don't think it's always a good thing, but I like the um, I like the list building now. You enjoy it, like where you may write a list. Yeah, loads. Then, yeah. yeah, loads. It's good, like, isn't it? It's fun. Yeah. Although I, it's very hard not to immediately be like, I'm getting some enhancements. That's like that's yeah. what I'm, I'm just gunning for that all the time. Yeah. I don't think anything else gives you enough not to gun for that straight off the bat. Depends how polar your army is wanting to go first or second, isn't it? Really, I think. You know, if you want to, if I'm going to do something very powerful turn one, or I just want to go like, like a shooting army, right? I want to give it away and go twice. You know, I, I think there's actually a really fascinating conversation about like how powerful being given the first turn yeah. is because you can score your battle tactics in the primary so heavy first that like actually putting something in your army that's like a trading, like avoiding the first, holding off against the alpha, and then giving yourself some trading units. 
um, is quite nice to be able to like cap early in either situation and then almost counter the alpha builds, which will try and people will try and make them happen. Whether or not the alpha builds too strong, that's the yeah. kind of where it, the whole plan falls down. Yeah, I agree a lot. I think that really lends into what I liked as one of the best things about it. You know, the the first, going first is a much better in this game now. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. And yeah, in a fair matchup. Going first or second now is probably pretty damn close, right? You know, going first, controlling ties into two, which you really want to control into three, right? So, you know, you want to roll roll that out. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like, this is an army that, for that, for some of those reasons, I've not given a damn about drops. Uh, I can be as high as I want. I took as many of the powerful um, battalions as, as possible. And... Um, because I can, I can castle up, I can go and sit on them objectives and I've got units that, you know, you have to shift, you know, if you're going to want to, you know, control more than me or control two or whatever, you know, in some occasions. So, yeah, I do think this can do a lot of the things that you said. Mm. Um, yeah, Lord Exus, so six six heroes, double Warlord, and unlocking two artifacts, which you will have seen. Obviously, I've got one on the um, on the first guy, the Runefather, on Magwadroth, giving him the five-up after save, and I've got the Battlesmith, which I've took icon of the ancestors, which is not the Nulsidian icon. So this one is oh, wow. eight within eighteen inches. You get plus one save. So I've leaned into that a little bit more. Look, I've got a wizard, and if I cast spells on my own lads, they ignore it. So I decided, <laughs> I decided after constantly like. I thought like maybe I'd have units that wouldn't be within twelve more that you could go and like do stuff with. But I just ended up being a castle still, you know, a lot more and wanting everyone in range. So uh, I want to cast Mystic Shield on things to help with this save stack. And so I give him Levitate as well, which I thought, again, is quite nice maybe to get a Magma drop out, you know, from over your lines if it wants to go and dart out when someone doesn't expect or, you know, just unclog some Slayers that are a little bit boxed up or something. So, yeah, I thought a Wizard would be a nice thing to have. And, it, and he gets Metamorphosis, right? So he can make yeah. something a monster. So I, that that would give me three monsters if I wanted to do the the run on the turn one. Which again, super... yeah, I don't think you can. There's that one where so... I, I I thought about this one as well. Is this um? There's some of them you can and can't do, right? Which one can you? Some. I haven't got me. You might that be right. You might be right. That might be one you can. I know you can't do monsters takeover. Yeah. Um, uh, but the the run one could be you select three units, and so you might be right. The ordering might be you select three units, and then you turn it into a monster. Then you can. Is that I think it, I think it's something like I think the one on this one was it's units from your monsters in your start and army, right? So like, right. he wasn't a monster on my army list, but he's a unit in my start and army, and he's a monster, right? It's yeah, usually more about summon and that type of thing. So I think yeah, I remember thinking works. this doesn't work, but it. Maybe it does. Me. Hey, that's a, that's a, that's a not. Like, I'm not set. Thing. I'm not set on my opinion on it. So we'll say yes. Let's go for Sound. that. That works. Well, yeah. Look, at, yeah. hopefully it unlocks that. So yeah, I thought I thought it'd be worth it having a wizard. Again, the you know allies so much better now in this edition, right? Don't mm. fitting in fitting all these battalions for you. Slot them in a lot easier. So yeah, I like them. Then I've took two units of ten half guard berserkers with pole axes. So this is my like every list. Um, units here. I've got two units, two characters that deep strike these two units. It's pretty much always going to happen, really. Um, these have got the pole axes, which are the mortal wound ones. They're just they're the one right now, right? Like you want to do mortal wounds on sixes. You want bigger units on these, so you roll more dice. Two inch reach, get in no problem. Easy, it's easy to fight with these whole units. So yeah, I think they're they're my core really. Two. I've not gone any units bigger than ten. I want them all to be fighting all the time. I don't really worry about having some, you know, redundancy and wound, not redundancy, you know, but a wound buffer on these units. Um, yeah, so two or tens of them. Then I've took three units of five with axes. Um, these are taken because I own them with axes, but I don't think I'd change that. Because you're just not rolling enough dice, right, to do mortals on sixes. You know, like 12 yeah. dice, mortals on a six, like, so what? You know, the profile after yeah. that's, like, threes, threes, ren, zero, one damage. So I think I'd rather go with the axes on these small MSU units. Uh, and then I've got one, you know, or a Carthguard. 
uh, the little shooting one to help protect some of these characters. They're more of a shrug one. And then, yeah, a bunch of... I took Hunters in the Heartlands in there as well. So I've got a couple of me Hearthguard Berserker units protected from Roar, etc., and getting stomped yep. on and stuff. So might as well squeeze that in there as well because drops don't matter in this list. So that that's the army I've played with three times. And I've, I've felt it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah. Does great. it, look, dif- does it look different, Rob, or is it just still a bunch of Hearthguard Berserkers? It's the same stuff I've uh, always had, but you understand how it plays it differently, right, from at least my perspective, right? Yeah, it doesn't castle quite as much, I guess. True, yeah. Like, um, and then, yeah, and, and, and honestly, it plays very differently because that would just, like you said, on focal points, that would just smash like in the middle yeah. and now this like this gives you options on how you want to play i even like the switch between the pole axe like the axe the, the two different weapon profiles because not everything is going to be save stacking so like i agree with you 100 percent on the mortals but then the like the rend and the, the the two damage is still wicked into like all the little trading units and other little bits that you're going to see knocking around uh so i think they're going to fight quite nicely as well uh so yeah i and completely not, agree with that and it's i've got more got units to go around the board right i can move around the board or i've got like two deep striking units that was not that common before mm. so i do think i present more to feel to think about and you know little trade units don't trade with units of five half guard berserkers with axes so <laughs> no, they do not no, no, they do no, not. like <laughs> I, I, uh, they fit in cover you know they strike they strike first, like so. They just need a hero near them, and yeah, they 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 do well for you in all those sorts of engagements. As soon as you're on the objective, the battle shock immune as well, which just you know allows you to um, be more free and with your command points as well. There's no like, oh, I'm now I'm going to lose one. You can just plan till the end. You know when someone's attacked you, and you know you're not going to lose any from battle shock and all and you can plan those little small i've just about got more models than you on the objective things so yeah i i, I think they're really good uh, so uh, a final question to round it off because this show has been phenomenal and i've loved it so thanks so much richie and uh, the chat is saying the same oh thank you i hope, I hope it was uh, i hope it was useful to everybody so thank you honestly brilliant like you could tell just how much you're invested in it a uh, question i kind of wanted to ask because actually it strikes me that like the model counts fairly low um would you think it's a good army for people who are new or do you think like um, it's like because it feels like it teaches like a lot of stuff wholly within like being a fairly important like mechanic to teach yourself like oh get my hero in range every time um, and then but isn't too many dice and isn't too much to try and like it it feels your list at least like it might be like okay for a new-ish player to try and achieve. Um, I, I guess I don't. It's probably pretty forgiven, right? You know. You, don't make a mistake. Your units don't all just come off the board, so that's that's a nice side of things. It does teach you good, yeah. It does teach you a lot of a lot of the game, uh, a lot with command points, yeah, a lot with managing ranges. You've got it's quite samey the army. You've got a couple of fast moving things if you take magma drops. I think it's an okay okay army for a beginner, but I don't know. I tell beginners you've got to like what you you've got to like your army, right? Like. Does everybody like those? You've got to like those models. Yeah, like you've got to yeah, be. Yeah. Interested. No, I get it. It is all. It is all the same. I think it's. I no idea how well these sell. For me, you know, they don't. I don't sell loads of these guys. You know, mm. it's so rare. You know, I'll I'll move a bunch of half garbage berserkers off the off the board, even when they're insanely good, right? So, mm. um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think if you were if you were coming into the game. As, as a gamer with an interest in the mechanics and wanting to win and wanting to go to tournaments and not coming into the game, you know, like most people do, they love it for the, the hobby, the models, they like the law, some community article, some video they've done, sold them on it, whatever. They, um, those type of people, they just want to pick what they like. But yeah, maybe coming into it as, as a gamer from another game, yeah, they could be pretty good. Yeah, I, I could see that where you're coming from. 
Oh, good shout. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. So uh, I'm going to put a link to that list uh, in the show notes uh, at some point. Uh, don't forget, Richie, not only does he have a YouTube channel and a podcast, so Just Play, they also uh, run a gaming store uh, up in Liverpool. So if you ever guys want to check it out, and you also have a web store, right? You can order yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, you, you shop well. online, justplaygames.uk. We run loads of events in the store as well. So if you fancy going to some Age of Sigmar things, similar to you, Rob, we've got a bunch of stuff coming on now. Little doing little team events as well, you know, and all that. Like so, Sweet. little ones in the sub, little one dayers and that. So there's 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 a ton of events because like Rob said at the start, we've expanded. There's even more. So yeah, please please do. I am. Um... Yeah. And again, I'll include the show. No- I'll sh- include that in the show notes as well. Thank you, Rob. So Very check kind. that out, so. Richie. Th- thanks for an amazing show. I've had a great time. I think Owen probably sums up the, the thoughts of the agency Mark community that already exists, uh, which is we still hate Hearthgar berserkers, but Richie is a legend. So I think that's probably if anyone could sell a Richie, it's you. Uh- <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to the show uh, thanks everyone on the Twitch chat uh, thanks for all the Hydro homies on uh, the podcast and thanks for everyone watching on YouTube uh, thanks for listening to Thomas Wargamer and I hope you have oh no sorry before I go Richie any shout outs you got a shout out oh, Rob you've done them all for me mate thank you yeah oh, look I guess t- okay. tonight we're live 7pm playing Age of Sigmar Ian is coming on for the first time he's going to come on and play amazing yeah he's, amazing. he's playing Tom we're playing our stream tournament we're playing Nagle this week against Stonehorn, Nurgle. They, they, they're good. They've got to be good in this edition, right? So, Yeah, I think they are. Like, but we'll, we'll find did, out. Did, did, did their points go up? I'm not sure. I think they forgot about <laughs> them. So, I think they did. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks very much, Richie. Uh, thanks, everyone, for the Twitch chat. Thanks for listening to Those Wargamer. See you guys soon. Thanks, Rob.